Hi, and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. I'm joined once more by Harpal. Good to see you, Harpal. Hey, Paul. Yeah, good to hear from you. Um, how are you doing? Yeah, doing very well, thank you. Better than uh, better than Spurs and Arsenal at the moment, I think. But uh, yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, yeah, good, mate. Just uh, just a busy bee, really. Just uh, been doing, uh, been busy with work, and uh, uh, my daughter started university, so I just uh, obviously had to do the stuff, uh, all the bits that parents do to make sure the transition for her moving away from home was cool. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, you know, like you said, just been trying to watch a bit of football. Um, you know, Spurs. Spurs haven't been doing. I just literally just got off, uh, just got off the box watching us lose one nil today. So, uh, uh, and I watched uh, your boys play on Monday night against Crystal Palace. Uh, was hoping for a clean sheet that never came. So then I became a Palace fan. Uh, but it was a good game in the end. And you know, your boy Lacazette came off the bench and uh, scored a, a last minute, last gas equaliser for your boys. So uh, yeah, no. Other than that, all, all good. You know, thankfully healthy and uh, you know just cracking, cracking on with what you know what life throws at me. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, uh, Lacazette did. Uh, he looks good value, right? Um, when he when he plays, but it's just he doesn't look like he's you know uh, he looks like he's a bit behind in the pecking order at the moment. But he is. He looks dangerous every time he plays, right? So um, yeah, I'm kind of for him as an Arsenal fan, right? But uh, yeah, Spurs. Have, I see been doing a bit, a bit better in the league. Hiccuped a bit tonight in the Europa League conference, but they had a bit of a week inside out, as did some of the other. English teams as well in Europe this week, which we which I'm sure we'll cover as well. So um, yeah, with with that said, let's um, let's take a look at the team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll focus on your team, Harpool, because um, I don't have Lukaku, and he's going to be a big kind of subject really um, for this game week. So obviously, the main news coming out um, is that uh, Lukaku is now injured. We saw that yesterday in Chelsea's Champions League game. He came off early and I think Werner came off early as well, didn't he? So, you know, both of their strikers, basically, their main strikers coming off injured. Uh, Chelsea um, are kind of in the midst of a really good run in in the league at the moment in terms of fixtures. Um, you know, Lukaku has blanked a couple of times now, but they were due, they've got Norwich at home this weekend. They've got Newcastle Wade and they've got Burnley at home. So they've got three really great fixtures. But the the, the kind of big news is obviously Lukaku looks like he's going to miss those. Um, what have you heard, Harpal? Yeah, really strange. Um, I um, I watched, um, as you know, I think we touched base yesterday and um, I was watching the uh, Man United uh, Atalanta game. Uh, thinking that you know that would be the 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 game that would kind of be the most uh, enjoyable to watch. Uh, you know, I thought Chelsea would kind of uh, put Malmo to the sword. Um, and um, it's uh, yes, yeah, so I, I actually got a text from uh, one of my pals saying Lukaku off injured, and I, I sent him on back saying, "Is it okay?" And he said, "Yeah, it seems like it's okay." And uh, and I didn't really think too much of it really. And then I got a, a message from that same mate saying. I've ditched, ditched Lukaku and I was like, really? He goes, yeah, he's, he's injured. And so I had a quick look at uh, the BBC as well. And uh, yeah, they kind of reported the story that they're going to miss the game. Um, obviously, I think a lot of uh, a lot of players bought Lukaku in, uh, obviously looking at the run of games that uh, that you've just mentioned and the two prior actually as well. And um, as you've as you, you know, stated, he's, he's actually blanked a couple of games and, uh, you know, Norwich, was going to be a big. Uh, I would imagine he was going to be a big captain choice uh, for that one as well. Um, now out, not sure how long for, but he, uh, you know, hearing it was a, a twist of the ankle. So you, you know, as you know, I mean, Harry Kane likes to twist his ankles a fair bit for us, and you know, typically it's 
you know, you're looking at two, maybe three weeks. So that could throw, uh, you know, a spanner in the works for, for a lot of managers out there because, you know, the set of games coming off, Newcastle and Burnley after, as you said, uh, would have been, you know, a lot of managers would have been hoping for a, a good points haul. So, um, you know, perhaps likely to drop in price because people will probably ditch him tonight. Um, so I think it just, it's a question of working out, do you want, do you feel he's going to be uh, only missing the one game or or do you feel like he's going to miss more than one? Uh, and then you do you really want to have a, you know, 11 plus million pound asset sitting on the bench for a couple of weeks? You know, do you, do you um, move him on before potential price drop and, and try to bring someone else in? So, you know, there's lots of uh, variances, there's lots of things to think about. Um, and then it also depends on you know, your team. Have you got any other injuries, perhaps? Um, did you have any other changes in mind? Um, so there's a, there's a lot to think about. But yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a shame. Um, but, you know, I'm personally, you know, looking to uh, to shift him on um, tonight, before tonight, I'd imagine. Yeah, he's, um, he's going to drop in price tonight. So this is Thursday. Um, he's going to drop. So by Friday, he'll be... He'll drop down to 11.6 million. Um, you know, it depends what people... Uh, I think also the key point here is if what people have invested in him, right? If he's, if you had him when he was, say, 11.5 um, million, right? He's dropped, he's gone up to 11.7. You make 0.1 million profit then because you can only obviously get that 0.1 million back for every 0.2 they, they go up. So... You know, you would lose then if you brought him in at 10.5 or 10.7. If you brought him in at 10.6, you can only sell him at 10.6 anyway today and it will be the same tomorrow. So some people may want to wait and not do it too quickly if they're in that situation, if they brought him in at 10.6 million um, and just to see. But looking at the news today, it looks like the injury is not as serious as they first thought, but he's still going to really miss, you know, two or three games. So that is a big blow, right? That's, that's those three great fixtures that we saw. You know, it's obviously he's definitely out this weekend. He's most likely out next weekend and maybe out for the Burnley game at home as well. So, yeah, I think, you know, the writing's on the wall with that hardboard. You, if you have him, he's going to lose money for you. you. You can't afford to have a player. Or you can't afford to have that much money on the bench not playing, basically, right? So, um, you know, with that said, really, um, we're, you know, we can take a look at the fixtures. So we're really looking at kind of, you know, a like-for-like swap up top. Or, you know, if you've got two transfers like you have in your team, Harpool, about, you know, reinvesting that money and bumping up one of your midfield options, really. So, um, you know, looking at the fixtures elsewhere and the kind of big players, obviously Ronaldo has a tough game with Liverpool. Man United haven't been great. Ronaldo scored midweek in the Champions League. Um, a lot of the other forwards, to be honest with you, as you know, Harpool, are kind of more budget, mid-range um, priced forwards. So, um, you know, you've got players like, um, you've got Harry Kane, obviously, but um, it's going to be hard to upgrade in terms of that money. He scored last week, but, you know, haven't been on great form. They've got a London derby, but he, you know, he may do well. So if you've got the money, that's not a bad shout. Um, otherwise, really... You know, the other person that's going up tonight is, is Jamie Vardy. Um, you know, he's been on strong form recently. Um, are you tempted at all, Harpool? I mean, he's got uh, he's got Brentford away. He's got Arsenal at home. You know, he, he can cause any problems, leads away. So he hasn't got, you know, terrible fixtures, hasn't got amazing fixtures, just kind of steady. I um, I, I like Jamie Vardy. Um, you know, he's, he's got a fantastic, uh, lovely goal, you know, from, uh, you know, cut across the ball against... Man United and, uh, you know, after Man United had actually just equalised on me and, he, you know, when Leicester literally went up the other end of the pitch and 
he's got a wonderful goal. I, I, I do like him. I, I, I think he offers something else. He's, he's reliable. He, he um, you know, he gets, you know, 15 plus goals pretty much every season. Um, you know, he, he runs the channels well. He, he gets a few assists here and there. Um, and I, and I do like him. I just think it's really strange that Brentford have been a real, real surprise package and, uh, they really gave Chelsea a good game last week. Um, and, um, yeah, Leicester offer something different in behind. So there's, there's every chance that he could score on the weekend. Uh, but Brentford have been really good defensively as well. So I'm, I'm a bit torn. Like I, I feel like Brentford have played really well and given a really good account of themselves. Um, and I said, it's really weird. I think if I see the game the way I think it's going to go, I feel Leicester could easily win that and probably win it by a few goals. But then on the opposite side, I feel like Brentford could really show a good account of themselves like they against Chelsea and perhaps maybe even win that. And, and then you think to yourself, mm, you know, it's, 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 it's a real tough call. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I do like Jamie Vardy, though. I do, I do like him. And the games ain't terrible, as you said. Um, and if you're going to go like for like, as in you're going to, you're going to, you're going to want to just get a striker in because you've only got the one transfer. You know, looking at the fixtures right here, you know, Bamford's injured. I think uh, Calvert-Lewin's still injured. Um, you know, I I like the look of um, you know, I had Danny Ings earlier on in the in the season. I'm just trying to work out who Aston Villa are playing. You know, they're playing Arsenal on Friday night, uh so that's tomorrow. Um you know, you know, I, I like the look of Danny Ings, but away game at Arsenal, you know, Arsenal not too shabby at home. Um and really the only other one I think uh, I kind of uh, mentioned earlier is 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 the Crystal Palace striker. I quite like I quite like him, that Edward. Um, he, he seems like he knows where the goal is. You know, he scored a couple ga- couple of goals against us. He scored a, scored against your your lads as well the other night. Um, he um, he's, you know he seems he seems half decent. Um, you know, he's the only other one that I'd probably be looking at. Um, as you said, I've got the two transfers, and then that would enable me to upgrade midfield. Yeah, uh, so I'm a bit torn. I'm, I'm a bit torn at the moment uh, with which way to go. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, on that point, just going back to Vardy quickly. Um, He's got five goals in the last four games. You know, he's he is in the form of his life. Um, you know, you would on that form, we would back him against kind of any team, right? You know, he scored against Man U, scored, you know, he's been scoring in lots of games, right? He's got seven goals overall this season. Um, you know, what is he? Top scorer must be joint with Salah. So he's on great form at the moment. He's not a bad person to back, to be honest with you. Um, like you say, Brentford are tough. You know, they have had a couple of clean sheets, they didn't, you know, haven't been leaking goals. They, you know conceded a couple of goals in the last few games um, but like you say a bit unlucky against Chelsea as well so you know Vardy is the obvious swap if you can go up to Kane if you have the extra you know 0.8 million then Kane's not a bad shout you know um, to replace the Mark Weaver man you do have tough fixtures but that's uh, right Spurs do have tough fixtures but you know it's Kane at the end of the day if he's going to hit a you know a nice little run of form now then it's, it's not bad but yeah I think you raise a good point as well um it doesn't. You don't have to just spend the money for the sake of it, right? Edward looks good for Crystal Palace. Sahar's been out. Edward scored last week. He's got three overall. Um, yeah, still kind of. I mean, I was quite impressed with Palace to be honest with you, and he looked dangerous. Um, you know, you've got that Hawang that plays for Wolves. Um, you know, you've got other budget options. You know, Callum Wilson. I know Newcastle are a bit of a dodgy outfit at the moment, even with the takeover. But you know, he came back, scored against Spurs. He looked pretty good in that game. Got an early goal. Um, Newcastle got Crystal Palace, so you know they, it could be one of those games where you know a player like that as well pops up with a couple of couple of goals. So I think it depends on your strategy as well. Um, 
Ings, I think, you know, he scored last week, but he's been a bit quiet. Otherwise, um, you know, he's kind of sharing the load now, isn't he, with Watkins as well, who's um, kind of popped up recently. So, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of midfield options, I mean, is, are you looking at someone like Sun to bring in? He looks like everyone's bringing him in again now. You know, he kind of defied the odds, right, to come back after COVID, all of that potential scare and um, scored a goal and he looks pretty good value. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, that, that is the, the the person I would 100% bring in if if if, if I go with the two trans uh, transfer route. Um, I kind of um, he was like a a, a stole for my side last year. I, you know, I had him in. And I don't think I ever got rid of him. Actually, I think I, I, I think I think last year you got rid of him for like one game week or something and scored like 20 something points. So I think you had your fingers burnt with him last year. That's, yeah, yeah, um, that, I did. Have, yeah, I think one point I benched him or something, maybe in the draft team or something. He wasn't meant to play. It was probably Mourinho mind games, right? Should have known better. He, you know, he ran right, right? Um, and then it's just really weird, right? Last week on Friday, it was all this news about Sun's got COVID. You know, he was on international duty and I was like, oh no, like, you know, I had him in my draft, my normal team. Not everyone else had him. His ownership was relatively low for a player of his calibre, right? You know, less than 15% or something. Um, and I just thought, oh, I'll just keep him in, right? Um, don't really know what to do with a transfer, kind of don't want to get rid of him. And then he ended up playing and, and scoring. So <laughs> I kind of re- redeemed myself this year. Yeah, I, I think he got an assist as well, didn't he, Paul? So, um, so you know, he, he, got, he, he got double points for you. And and yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a terrific player. I mean, um, he, he, he kind of guarantees you, t- you know, at least 10 goals a season, right? Uh, you know, and that's, that, that, that's being generous and... Uh, he runs the channels very well. Um, for me, he, yeah, I, I think he walks into, or at least every top top club in the top four would have him in their squad. Um, and you know, uh, and uh, you know, that's not you know, that's not me being me being blase. He, he really is, is a good player. player. Yeah, no, he's um, you know, what is he? He's ten ten point one million. He's going to go up tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, he's kind of in that. You know, he's a premium pick in midfield, but I think that's where the value is at the moment, right? You know, you've got. I'm kind of a little bit wary of Man City at the moment. You know, they did rotate heavily in the Champions League. Kevin De Bruyne has looked a bit more lively recently, but, you know, it's expensive. You know, not 11.9 million. It's just, that's um, a lot of money, really. Um, you know, he, you know, he's doing well, but he's not kind of looking like he's going to do it every week just at the moment. And then obviously we know what Pep's like. So I'm a little bit hesitant with Man City options. Um, they've got some half-decent fixtures, but... It's just who do you pick, right, with that regard as well. So there isn't that many, you know, top premium midfielders either. We're kind of in a little bit of a weird phase. Um, are you tempted by any kind of Chelsea assets um, with Lukaku and Werner being out? Maybe someone like Havertz in midfield, 8.1 million, you know, not um, it could be good value in his games. Yeah, he, he could be. Um, I, I, you know, I, I personally feel that he hasn't set the world alight. You know, I know he came with a big reputation and that. And, now, let's not forget he scored the, the scored the winning goal in the Champions League final. Um, but you know, other than that, I, you know, I feel like he doesn't really control. You know, from what I've seen of him, I don't feel like he's that kind of midfielder that controls games. And I, I, you know, I still don't think his output is. You know, if you compare him to Son, like who we were just talking about. You know, Son kind of pops up with goals and assists. You know, pretty much week in week out. And I'm still I'm still kind of undecided with Havertz, you know, and then you've got the rotation side of it. But obviously with the two injuries, he's more, he's more likely to play, but I'm, I've not really been kind of 
Um, I, I, I think any of Chelsea's midfielders have really kind of taken, you know, taken my kind of note. I'm not taking any notice of any of their midfielders. I don't feel like any of their midfielders kind of control games or score enough goals for me. Um, and so, and you, you, they don't come across as a side that scores many goals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they might get the odd ga- goal game where they score two or three goals, but, you know, really, if you think about it, they're kind of very defensive. They, uh, if anything, I, I think that more value uh, with Chelsea, I think it's, it's in the back. But again, you, you've got rotation. You know, Ben Chilwell popped up and scored a, a lovely goal against Brentford. And, and, you know, he might not play this week. So uh, it's, it's, really, it's really tough. I think um, Tuchel is very similar with, with Pep in that regard. He, he does like to mix it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, Havats, I just don't think he's done enough for me. Uh, not enough for me to consider it. I'd rather personally consider Bernardo Silva to be honest with you I think he's he's had a good output this year for uh, for City I think he's probably priced around about the same price uh, but the only problem you've got is uh, as well is you don't know whether he's going to play but you know he's he's been pretty decent uh, thus far this year um, so you know if I was thinking about someone probably be Silva but again same same problem uh, you know will he play uh, so yeah Havertz I kind of like him but I don't think he'd is enough value for me, even at 8.1 million. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's no, a fair point. Uh, for me, it would be just a short-term option, but if you've got a light for like midfielder that can go out for him, great. Um, you know, it's not long-term planning for me, especially if, you know, um, Lukaku's injury isn't too bad, but yeah, they've got a few injuries. I'm sure Havertz is due to start up top. So, you know, even, even him, right, against Norwich is going to be an exciting prospect with Werner and Lukaku out. So, I think I might just have a... He's not a bad punt, right? Short term um, for one or two weeks. But yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so we spoke about San Rafinha's coming back in. Obviously, we both have him in our side. You know, looks great value for money still. Um, 6.6 million is due to go up, I think, tonight. Um, yeah, decent decent shout, really. Has a nice little fixture against at home to Wolves. Um, Everton at home to Watford. Um, you know, still got those striker issues like you mentioned earlier, Calvert-Lewin. Uh, Decore's out as well, so big miss. So Townsend looks like he's kind of stepping up in all of those places, really, and, and doing well. I think we spoke about him a few weeks ago. Um, Southampton-Burnley um, should be kind of a bit of a cagey game. Southampton have been well, you know, doing well lately. Brighton-Man City, I think you mentioned, you know, Bernardo Silva. Um, might not be an easy game for Man City either. So there's not, you know, tons of clear cut decent fixtures you know Arsenal will beat Aston Villa I don't really have faith in Arsenal at the moment and you know anything can happen in that game I wouldn't back anyone particularly um so we've got the West Ham Spurs um London Derby um Harpool I mean how are you feeling confident for that for as a Spurs fan um it's really weird like um obviously we've just we've just played and and lost one nil and uh Nuno left the entire team that started against Newcastle at home, um, which I thought maybe sent a bad signal to the players that went out there today and, uh, you know, adequately lost 1-0, um, you know, to say, look, you know, you guys are just not good enough, basically. And uh, they put in that kind of performance. So I think based on the fact that he rested, rested them, I, I feel like, uh, I feel quite confident, I guess. I, I, I think, um, you know, West Ham are playing or are in action at the moment. I, I suspect that they won't be able to... Um, you know, rest all their players. So 
you know, the likes of Antonio and Ben Rama may well play today as well as a few no, of the other not, sides. They're, they're on the bench, I think. Uh, sorry, I think ben oh, are they? I think Antonio's not in the squad. Um, don't know if that's an injury, but that's just what I saw a little while ago, I think. I'm pretty sure Antonio's not playing. I think they've got Bowen up top. So I think they're rotating some of their players. Um, but uh, yeah, some of them, um, yeah, they will, will play, but more the ones at the back really than anything else. I think West Ham have taken a lead, actually. Let's have a look. But yeah, I okay. think they're not. Interesting. Maybe they're preparing a little bit for the for the derby. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, am I confident? Uh, I'd, I'd have to be honest and say no because we've lost three uh, derbies on the bounce. You know, of course we, you know, we lost to Crystal Palace, then Chelsea, and then there, there was a, just the capitulation against Arsenal, of course. Um, so you know, played three derbies, lost three derbies. Uh, you know, so we're playing our fourth one. Well, West Ham are in a good. You know, West Ham are in a good place. Um, you know, they, uh, they, they've got a couple of like you know late wins and stuff, haven't they? But they haven't looked quite like they did earlier on. You know, so it's going to be an interesting game. But yeah, you're going to back Sun. You, you, to be honest with you, Antonio is still worth backing, isn't he? Um, Spurs, they have got a couple of good results recently, but they're making life difficult for themselves at the back, aren't they? No, definitely. And and and, and Antonio is certainly worth backing just because he. Um, he does tend to score past Tottenham. He enjoys scoring past Tottenham. Uh, every time I, I, I watch the, the games, he always seems to score past Spurs. I mean, with, they were the first club to to win at our new stadium and then Tony Hill scored the goal and they won 1-0. So, you know, that one kind of, yeah, I've got that in the memory banks. I'm, I'm sure he scored a, some goals pre, prior and after as well. Um, Sonny does like to tend to score against uh, West Ham as well, believe it or not. So, mm-hmm. um, they, they're really not bad shouts on and Antonio if I feel like either one of them could easily score in a in a perhaps a high scoring I think it's game. Gonna be game yeah it's not, I don't think it's going to be you know they're going to it's going to be too cagey I think you know the way those teams play and have you know Spurs elite goals but Spurs have scored goals as well I mean it's going to be interesting Absolutely I think it was 3-3 last year wasn't it Paul at, 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 at the Tottenham Stadium of course but I mean it it was six goals uh, so um, you know there's there's every and I think um, it was three um, two at the at the London Stadium in Mourinho's first game in charge. Uh, so um, you know, there's five goals there, and there's six, and actually eleven goals in in two games there. Um, so there does tend to be a lot of goals. So yeah, that could be the that could be the game of the day actually, Paul. That could be the the game of the weekend actually in terms of uh, in terms of uh, score goals and, and score lines. So. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I I do feel Antonio, if he does play, will score a goal. Um, and I feel like Son will score as well, which is you know why I'm, I'm perhaps looking at bringing Son in and 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 a slightly cheaper striker. Um, yeah. and, you know, you've made a really good case for for Vardy as well. So yeah, I'll have to really, really, really think about it. Yeah, you can do like for like. You've got the two transfers, so you're you're in a good place. You know, um, Tony's got some good fixtures coming up for for Brentford. You know, we spoke about them. Yeah, Leicester's a little bit tricky, but they've got Burnley, Norwich, and Newcastle. So it's the golden relegation trio, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, anything can happen with that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, as a real differential, I saw that Patson uh, Daka um, scored four goals for Leicester midweek. So will he finally get a bit of a a run in, in their team as well. Um, could be interesting. But, uh, I mean, finally, um, you know, the one game we haven't really mentioned is uh, is a massive game. Um, the last game of the game week uh, on Sunday, Man United for, uh, versus Liverpool. Obviously, Man United done well to come back in that game against Atalanta in the Champions League. Um, but they've been really poor recently and the pressure's on. 
Um, you know, Liverpool have been on kind of frightening form again, haven't they? They look like, you know, that kind of champion winning team that they were previously. Um, you know, they've been doing the business in the Champions League as well against Atletico Madrid. Um, wasn't much rotation, so are they going to be jaded? Not too sure. Both teams should be kind of equal because they, they didn't really rotate too much in the Champions League uh, against tough opposition. So, um, I mean, for me, I don't, you know, with the whole Lukaku thing as well and not having to bring him in, I'm looking at Salah captain. Are you confident with him even in that type of game? Um, I, I, I am. I think um, I wish I'd have just gone Salah. I think he blanked in game week two from recollection. And other than that, he hasn't blanked. I think he scored eight eight goals on the bounce, if I'm if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if that's in the Premier League itself or just eight goal, you know, eight goals on the bounce in, in all fixtures. Um he's definitely on form. Um of course you've got Ronaldo as well. He's you know scored a couple in, in the champ, you know, a couple of winners as well in the Champions League. So uh he, he seems the obvious choice, I've got to be honest. Um he does see the you know and let you know obviously depending on if I go if I go Vardy with a like for like switch you know he could be a potential captain choice as well and you know if we if we got Son in your side he could be a captain choice but the outstanding pick even in a tight game like that and I think it will be fairly tight to be honest um, you know I think Man United league goals but they normally kind of they're up for the for the big games the, the, you know these kind of you know so called derbies. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a quite a tight game, but I I would say, I would say Salah's probably the most outstanding choice for for this game week, and I may I may lay my cap on him uh, as well. Um, although I'm undecided at the moment, I think more more importantly is just trying to get the transfers right and then then working out the captain's choice. But yeah, yeah he's up there. He's up. He's up there for me. He's he's, he's been terrific. Um, arguably, Paul, uh, um, I, you know. Probably best player in the world at the moment, would you say? I mean, yeah, yeah. or one of one of you know one one of the one of the top three. If I think you, if you know, if you... I think he's always pushing, right? I think he's always you know top five, you know, isn't he? Really, you know, you look at Messi, Ronaldo, um, you look at Lewandowski, um, you know, he's generally up there, isn't he, with the way he plays? Um, and then you know, then Salah is so consistent, isn't he? Usually, like you say, he's only blanked once this this whole season. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's the best player in the world at the moment. I think there's not. Um, I don't think there's anyone rivaling than him really. You know, Messi's doing all right now for PSG. He's picking up. Ronaldo's getting some goals, but I think Salah just looks like on a different level at the moment. I think those three players, you know, um, and Lewandowski are kind of chasing him a bit. And you've got some good young players like Chiesa kind of pushing that top ten bracket, aren't you? So, yeah, he's the best around, right? He's just. I'm going to captain him, I think, as well. I'm pretty convinced, you know. Uh, you know what I'm like with captaining people early. He's kind of the opposite end, right? He's the last game. I can just kind of, you know, let him do his thing. I think they'll go for Man United a bit and smell blood. And, um, you know, I think he'll do well in that game. But it's a little bit of a, you know, it's not a traditional, it's a kind of historic derby, isn't it, Man United-Liverpool? So we know in derbies that those that can form can go out the window. This could be the game that Oli turns it around, you know. But you're still going to back Liverpool and Salah. Oh yeah, I, you know, I, I was I was sending. Um, I, I think I sent you a message, Paul, during the game yesterday. He's, um, you know, Oli, you're going to have his marching orders. I think uh, I was saying they should, they should get Steve Bruce in. I know it was a bit of a a, a bit of a, a fun thing that I sent you, but you know, I, I I literally thought that he was out the door, and then they they turned that game around, and um, you know, it just wouldn't. Paul, you know, football's so funny, mate. It, it wouldn't surprise me if Man United went up there. And Ronaldo, you know, 
the great player that he is, you know, has a, has a brilliant game and you know, score the score the couple of goals and they and they win the game because football football strange like that. Uh, so that's a can Man United go up there and win? I wouldn't rule him out at all. Um, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I'm actually hoping they do go. Up. I know it sounds crazy, but uh, this is the romantic in me. You see, I've I've seen us creep up the fifth place, and I'm thinking, well, we've got an outside chance. So I'm like, uh, yeah, well, if Man United go and win, and then we, you know, we beat um, West Ham, we could be like, we could be in the top four. So, um, but yeah, I, I think I'm I'm going to be uh, batting for the draw. Actually, I'm hoping for like a two-two draw or something. Salah scoring a couple of goals, and we captain him. Yeah. I wouldn't say that either. He's not going to keep blanking, is he, Ronaldo? And he kind of reminded us what he's like in that Champions League game. He's a, he's a man for the big occasion, isn't he? And when the when the when the pressure there is really up, so again, you can't really discount him either. Um, I wouldn't captain him, but Ronaldo's in the team, isn't he? He's in your team, he's in mine. Let's hope he has a let's hope he has a good week. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, uh, Paul Tutu draw, Ronaldo scoring twice, Salah scoring twice. And we'll be uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be onto a winner this game week, I reckon. Sounds good to me. Well, yeah, it was uh, it's great chatting with you again, Harpool. Let's hope for a strong game week. Let's hope for all of our predictions to come true. And uh, yeah, hopefully, chat to you before the next game week, and we'll see how we done. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Absolute pleasure as always to uh, to uh, discuss uh, you know football in general and and on on top of that the fantasy. So yeah, no, great. Um, I hope you have a great week and that, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up soon as as always. Thanks, Alcon.